Thanks for tuning in again, everybody. We're back with your favorite podcast, Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. Luca Nation, episode 599 of Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Woo! And we want to welcome you guys back to what we think is one of the best, if not the best, sports card podcast in the space. Um, everyday content. You're, a, you're in Atlanta. You're in, in, Atlanta, you're in, you're Atlanta. in Jeff Wilson's backyard. Are you going to do a hello, Atlanta? No. I'm in Prism of God's backyard. I'm in Jeff Wilson's front yard. Gator's side yard. Gator proximity. He's a, he's a right. Floridian, dude. Yeah, I mean, listen, so whatever they have set up, I just sent away, uh, for, on behalf of Luca Nation, a couple boxes of cards for the you know the, the kids with cards charity thing that he's doing, and I had to mail it to Atlanta. So that's why I thought, you know, it's a sports card investor in Atlanta. So the, 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 the address I sent it to was in Atlanta. Interesting. Yeah. Dude, I'm the kind of guy that went on the flight. I just watched the flight path of the entire flight. Yeah, I do that too. You're the kind. You're the kind of guy that watches the fight, the flight path. I'm the type of guy that says pudding is delicious. We've done this. You, before. you don't you get didn't fed. Know it you don't get fed on them. You, we got graham crackers. <laughs> oh, on the plane. What what flight yeah. did you take? Did you take Delta. Frontier Spirit? Delta, I don't. Delta's I don't do right. those anymore. After National, I've decided I'm a. I'm going to work hard enough to never go Frontier again. Listen, dude, everybody I know who's flying is getting canceled, delayed, holdover. You know, it's it's still a shame, even though it's not weather or anything like this. Just a whole deal. So I even yesterday, Ian was like, "Can we go to Atlanta and hang out with Andrew?" And I'm like, "I can look for like a, a flight down and a flight back. We could surprise him." And hmm. Julie was like, "Look, I don't mind you going, but you, that one day in, one day, it's not going to work because she's got people fly fly all over the place. My wife's got people fly for for business all over the place, and it's always getting canceled, holdover, delays. This flight's not going on time. It's like a big pain in the butt. So I'm I'm glad you your flight." You know, went off without a hitch today. So let me tell you a story, and then we'll get into some stuff. So yes, I like. I hope I tell this well. It happened just a few hours ago, man. So what was her name? Was it a blanket? Did did you do the old blanket check again? No, no. Oh, distractions of phones. Uh, But anyway, so like I get up. I don't like to bother people when I fly. So like I always like to bring a little bit of a stash with me. Okay. So nothing crazy, three, four J's for the trip. All right. All right. So, so you are playing basketball. You bring in three, four different sty- styles of jump shot. Yeah. So I have that on my mind. I get through <laughs> customs easy. All right. I'm in the home stretch. I'm clear. So after a there long flight, I have to go to the bathroom number two. I always, always, always like to use, you know, those handicapped, like the family bathrooms. Wait, in the, in, in the, you, you couldn't hold it to the hotel? You no. had to do it in the airport. You had to drop a deuce in the airport. Yeah, and I like to use the. And private... you've done this enough where you actually have a preferred bathroom stall that you go to. Yeah, so maybe you are be gassy. Maybe like I'm a big body kind of. You're like an airport Larry. Yeah. So I get big. You're on the TSA list, aren't you? You're an airport bomber. Well, well listen. So I go in there. <laughs> I, I do my thing. I, I, I'm confirmed that I locked the door. Oh. But then in walks this lady as I'm sitting on the toilet. Nice. I confirmed that I locked the door. So this is just a mm-hmm. door that never locks. So like, I'm, I'm all scattered. I'm like, I need to get the hell out of here. Boom, get out of here. Uh, grab a cat. Wait, 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 wait. That was it? That's the whole thing? She just walks in? She walks in. I'm like, oh! Like, I'm, on the, I'm, on the, I'm on the toilet. You're I'm on the, the toilet. 
She doesn't continue a... to walk all the way in and say, it's okay. No, 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 no. Finish up, Sonny. <laughs> no, it wasn't, it wasn't like that. No, but I was, I was like, all right, I need to get out of here. So I grab a cab, Russian guy, actually, I find out. But I call my mom. We start talking about the Ukraine stuff. Um, our family's there. Her friend's there. Her best friend's there. We're from there originally. It's actually interesting. I never went back, even though my sister, we'll get into that in a second, because that has economic ramifications. Talk, 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 talk. I get to the airport. I realize I don't have my passport. Wait, 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 wait. Weren't you already in the airport? No, I got a cab to the hotel. Wait a second. I, I, I was, you, hold on. What, what's so confusing? You, you flew without a passport. No, I flew is... with a passport. I oh, get okay. through customs. Okay, so you're, home, on, you're now okay. You're at the I, hotel I and you realize stop. okay. Yeah. I'm 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 clear through customs. I'm good. Mm-hmm. My my goods got through. Right. I'm on the toilet. I lock the door. A lady walks in. I'm flustered. Mm-hmm. I leave. Get in the cab. Call my mom. We start talking Ukraine. I get to the hotel. Boom. Find out I don't have my passport. Okay. The Russian driver stole it from you. Either that or you were using it to roll a J while you were in the, uh, taking a dump. Or, like one of those pages. or don't be distracted on this, always doing stuff on your phone. Be focused. So I go back to the airport. I'm scrambling. Oh, I'm panicked because I have to go back to Mexico on Sunday, Cage. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, what oh. am I doing? How long does it take to get a new passport? I'm like running around the airport. I got to tell you, man, I've never met nicer people. I've really? never then, met then the every airport. single person helped me. Every single person helped me because I didn't know the, the cab's name. So they were like out there calling people like. You know, trying to find out who is this cab guy that drove me. It was like an well, old you knew Russian, he was Russian. All right, so yeah. that's good. You got to you get to now. Not a lot of old Russians in in Hotlanta, so that's good. You were able I go to, to information. Nice little Asian ladies. They're helping me walking around the whole airport with me, going to Lost and Found. At what point do you realize that you got to go check that bathroom stall where the old lady lives and walked in on you because that's her house? I like go and check there. there. It's yeah. not there. Oh. So I think I think I'm fucked. Yeah, I, I right now I think you are too. I'm already looking up on my other screen here. I'm looking up how to get an immediate passport replacement. The but the first thing is, it says is you, any back taxes that are owed to the IRS must be paid in full before they'll issue another passport. So that's actually you might be, that's actually true. It might be a trouble. Irony is the customs <laughs> office is right next to the shitter. So someone actually ended up finding my passport and bringing it to the bringing it to the customs. There you go. There you go, man. Look at that. Look at that. I blame this woman. And you know the story? Then, it has a Seinfeld component to it. It did come back together. Every good story has a good ending. And you got Chick-fil-A. Like, you got Chick-fil-A. So here's my question about this whole story. Maybe there's a fact know. left out. Maybe when, you were, maybe when you were in the dumper, you were like rearranging your weed. But I had this college friend who... I was watching tennis scores. Okay, so I had this college friend who had a crush on one of the... Um, one of the, the, the girls who lived upstairs from us, but she was way out of his league, but he thought he had a chance, right? And her, her last name, I think was Langberg, right? And, you know, I think he befriended her. You know, he was in the friend zone right from, from, you know, from Jump Street. But we used to make fun of him because he didn't realize, it. he thought that he was, you know, this was going to go someplace, even though we all knew it wasn't. But every Gordon story, Levitt, what's that guy? Yeah, keep going, keep Joseph, going. every story he told started off with, so I was in Langberg's room and, and then I took a shit and that was the whole story. You know, like it, it, the beginning of the story had nothing to do with it, but he just wanted to drop that into the story. Right. So, hey guys, I was in Langberg's room and uh, you know, I got, 
I got a good class schedule this year. I got astronomy and blah. Uh, uh, hey guys, I was in Langridge. Is room. that me with you know, you know the cow. You know the Cowboys are playing the Niners today. So you started the story off with you were in Langberg's room. You started the story if you said, you know, I don't like to I don't like to inconvenience people when I travel. I don't like to inconvenience people when I travel at all. So I, you know, I bring my stuff. I I bring a couple J's. I bring two, three J's with me. And you know, I get through the airport, I get through customs, and I'm taking a shit well, it's and it was my passport. It's nerve wracking. So what is the what does the weed have anything to do with it? Well, it's nerve wracking. It's like it takes all my focus because there's little these like little dogs walking around it. I'm like from one standpoint, I have a medical marijuana card. So I have a card from PA that says I'm mm -hmm. like medically allowed to, but I'm flying from Mexico. You don't know Atlanta. So I'm thinking about that. I'm like, look at these little beagles, like trying to smell everyone's back. <laughs> there's three of them. We're the only carousel going around. <laughs> so like, and I'm like, do they smell weed? I want to ask the guy so I know for the future. But then I'm like, they're probably just for bombs. You know what I'm trying to say? And I'm yeah, thinking about I, I got you. Okay. So it was just, you were adding, you were adding color to all of the things that were distracting you and not yeah. keeping your eye on the passport. So let me ask this though. The real kicker you was wanted? I didn't wear a hoodie. That but, little kangaroo pocket is where yeah. my passport always goes. But that, okay, so that's what I was going to say. You didn't wear a hoodie. Okay. But here's the thing, right? You are in the bathroom. You're not smoking a J, no. right? You, my you, are, you are you're, you got your phone out. You're, watch, you're looking at tennis scores, okay, while you're taking a dump, right? Why is your passport out? Dude, I threw it on like the little place where they change the babies. A changing I, table. Yeah, I'm, it was so stupid. Passport on. Listen, you know what it is. I mean, I wish we could. In 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 a, in an interesting world, the person who found your passport is a fan of the show or is listening to this, and Andrew gets to say thank you, because there are people on there who would take that and you know do unscrupulous things with it. I personally would love to have Andrew Goldberg's passport in Atlanta. And live a weekend as Andrew Goldberg. Not a care in the world. Jays to the left of me. Jays to the right. Tons of stuck care. in the middle. I, I would. Do, I would love I my life. But you know what? This person did. They went. They did the right thing. They brought it back to customs, and you were able to find it because so. So to you, not all heroes wear capes. Your yeah. hero today is this this rule following, good Samaritan, who probably. Change their baby's diaper on your passport, right? <laughs> on this changing table. And said, oh, look at this. So uh, look what's in my kid's also, diaper. <laughs> but also, you know, like how typical, like, you know, like in movies, you see this, like the employees that like walk, work the taxi stand or taxi people yeah. or whatever. They're not really helpful, right? No. In general. Never. Dude, not every movies. single one to like across the line was so helpful and invested in helping me find my passport. That's kind of crazy. That was the cool part is that they cared. Like they genuinely cared. And they're like, no, go, go here. I'm going to call the, and the taxi company and trying to find, trying to find out who the taxi driver was. We'll get you the answer when you're back. Try to do this, this, and this. Just a sweet, sweet, sweet lady. So I like it. Listen, it, you know, it restores your faith in humanity. You know what you want to do because of that? You want to pay it forward, right? You want to help somebody at the show. You want to give somebody a card. You know, maybe you'll be at a table and a father and son duo or a, or a mother-daughter duo will be at a table looking at some cards and they'll negotiate for a, I don't know, what's it, a Trey Young card, but they only want to pay 12 and the dealer wants 15 and they can't consummate the deal. And 
you know, maybe you uh, maybe you add the three dollars on top of it. The kid gets the card for the twelve dollars. You never know. You pay it forward. You do a good deal because you know somebody did a good deed for you. So you'll have a chance. Shockingly, sure. the deed that I did, I didn't think it was going to be this rewarding. But I guess I've been living in Mexico for so long. Like in Mexico, you kind of tip everywhere you go. You know what I mean? That's like mm-hmm. their currency. Yep. So I gave I gave the lady and the the guy that worked that area. They were calling that twenty bucks, and dude, their eyes lit up. Yeah, twenty bucks like inflation. You can't even buy like my chick filet meal was twenty five, but dude, they were genuinely That's a good meal. They, they were they were uh, they felt really good. It was Did a you really get cool sweet tea. Meal. Did you get sweet tea? You're in Atlanta. You got Chick Fil A Atlanta. You got a sweet tea. Is no? their sweet tea better than normal teas? Yes, they make it with love down there. It's very important. They don't make, make things with love. they don't make sweet tea with love in New York. Negative. Dude, our teas at, at Cafe Herba are, are just straight fire. Like we we would, we had, people lo- we had like this peach mango tea. We had this really nice like just little bit of all natural syrup. Whoo, delicious. I don't like sugar because I know how addictive it is, Cage. Yeah, me too. Look at you. Look at you. You had your Chick Fil A. You're burping. Your body's not used to it. Your body's so, not used to like berries and juices. Cage and I haven't talked. This is going to be a different episode. But I do think macroeconomic events have an impact on cards. And, like, you guys, none of us are crypto now is kind of the bellwether. Like, when Bitcoin and ETH move, people take notice. And yesterday, ETH moved and just crypto got crushed across the board. And, Cage, we didn't talk since then. We didn't talk about Ukraine, Russia at all. And you and I had the exact same reaction. Like, And, yeah, obviously, like, you want people there to be safe and you don't want to see war. It reminded me of the COVID panic. And that's what you yep. said, too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, I bought some Bitcoin yesterday. I wish I had more dry powder, um, you know, on the NFT front. Um, I'm already too too heavily invested. I wish I had saved a couple of NFTs, uh, a couple of ETH to buy some NFTs during a dip because almost all the dips have, have, you know, come back on the good projects. And what I was saying uh, to Andrew here was it reminded me a lot of it's uncertainty. Markets markets dip on uncertainty and there's still some uncertainty right but you know i remember when when covid was just starting out and there was a lot of uncertainty around it we were in a group where people were basically chicken littling it you know they were coming in like you know the the sky is falling this is gonna be bad i'm having real real conversations with important people you know the market's gonna be bad the market's gonna go down cards are gonna go down you know people are not gonna have money for cards and I remember that, that message. Starts, it took me a second. Dude, that, that's, that's crazy. Two years ago. Remember that, right? Yeah, that, that stuff starts permeating. And I remember one of the one of the better buys that I bought, and then better sells after the fact, was for two thousand dollars. I mean, it's amazing to think about it. It's not. It doesn't sound like that great of a bargain now. But for two thousand dollars, I bought a an SGA silver PSA ten, um, like two and change. Um, SGA silver PSA ten, a tray red PSA ten. And a Luca Silver PSA 10, all rookie from the same, you know, same year, 2018. And, you know, I sold the the Shea for over a thousand. I sold the Luca for four and change. I mean, sold the the, the Trey for four and change. I mean, you know, I didn't sell them at their highest, obviously. But, but, you know, what happened was people were like, oh, I better get rid of these. I better move them. I better move my stuff. You know what I mean? But it feels so, like. It feels so yeah. rational. Like, think about it, right? Just like, I know this isn't a crypto show, but I do think that there's some value that's going to come of this. You have a currency, two currencies, right? Bitcoin, Ethereum specifically, that were created. And the crazy part is, if you guys Google this, Russia and Ukraine statistically have the most adoption of crypto and near the top of the most wallets created. Oh, yeah. Like 12.5% is a number that I saw. 
of the Ukrainian population uses uh, cryptocurrency. So in a wartime, this is what the currency was created for, where the government could seize control of your assets and right. you with 12 words memorized could take your own your assets anywhere you want in the world. You have sovereignty over your own money of freedom, true freedom, where and to see such a reaction, I was I was really puzzled, Cage. I was really well, I bought, puzzled. I bought the dip. I'm happy I did. I am now the proud owner of one full Bitcoin. Um, I don't know what the hell that means. I don't know why that's any better than a percentage, but I own one of the 18 million Bitcoins. Yippee skippy for me. Um, and beyond that, I think really what it is, is if you turn on the news, like I watched the news last night. Like I haven't watched the news in months because I happen to think it's all bullshit. Not political commentary from either side. Doesn't matter which one. I, Fox News, CNN, like wh whatever side you want to get it from, I think it's bullshit on both sides, right? I think they my tell exact the story. words were that, that to my mom. But we'll, think, we'll keep going. No, serious. I think they want to tell you the story. They want to tell you, you know. Um, and I mean, it's funny. You got to watch it. Guys are like, "Oh look, a oh!" And just behind me, a bomb went off. And you're looking around. And you're like, "You got a camera? Where? Oh, and there's black smoke. And you, there's a camera." show the smoke there's no smoke like what are you talking about anyway it is what it is but well what they do they get you all whipped up and it's well now the cyber attacks are starting and you know this is like the crypto capital of the world where russia is now cyber attacking the ukraine so nothing is safe and they're attacking the atms and they're attacking your money and look look at look at look everyone's trying to escape and they're, they're everybody's trying to get their money out and I don't even know what the hell they're talking about, but if you are listening to that and you're eating it, right? You're eating what they're shoveling to you, which is what their goal is. You're sitting there saying, the cyber attacks, I better get my, my cyber out. I better get my money out of my cyber wallets because they're attacking it. There's a cyber attack going on. I'm not going to be able to get my money. And people start just selling. And it's like, well, no one's going to be liquid. No one's going to have liquidity. Everyone needs their money. And it's going to be run on banks because there's going to be a war. Well, let me. I better sell my JPEGs, right? And that's what happened, dude. It was a, it was crazy last night. The same thing happened with people. People start it to do one of these. The exact price it was before, in yeah. one day. Yeah, some 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 little higher. <laughs> yeah. No, because I mean, listen. Those are those like flash pull downs, where it's uncertainty it's craziness and then the world kind of stabilizes and people start to explain what's going on and then okay right back see whatever you're looking at slightly higher that's bitcoin <laughs> in one day yeah. yeah so i think they use this stuff to to prey on on people because the poor people or the people that consistently stay poor because they they're worried about the liquidity because the money that they've invested is like their money for food they're going to inevitably sell because of the stress that causes and people that have liquidity buy the dip. And now they've already, they've already made so much money in just that little dip buy. All right. So we've talked about two things here. Number one, you taking a dump in the airport. Number two, these kind of world events that cause some sort of, um, you know, a, a reaction. You can pick which one of those two you want to talk about and tell me how it applies in your thinking to cards. What can people? What, what lesson can people take from cards? Now, you want to go with the shit story? I could come up with one, but I think the crypto what, one. What would it be? What would it be, bro? I'm I'm curious now. Give me a second to think about my lesson because to to stay focused. That right when you when especially if you're going to be investing your money and you're going to be on it, you got to stay focused. Don't be distracted 
by people running in with shiny things. If you are a collector of certain things, you know, lock that door. Make sure the room to your collection is locked. Make sure that that room um, in your brain where you are going to drive home a certain collectible, a certain player, you name it, and that just because you decide to take a shit for a second, the door's not unlocked for Shy Wei to come running in. Buy kabooms! Buy kabooms! And get you all flustered. It was actually a Shy Wei. Right? And get you flustered, and you know, you lose your passport, and you lose your way. Right? You lose your Shy Wei. So don't let that happen. Be focused. That's how I would use your shit story. But I really, I mean, I was hoping you would go with the world events, these kind of things. Like, there's always ups and downs. Think about it. We've we've seen it during the pendency of our podcast now with with covid the pandemic you know this now this world uncertainty with you know russia attacking your homeland so you should know it better than most a a country that used to be part of the soviet union you know what i mean which is an interesting part people you know might not even realize i mean the soviet union half the people in ukraine want to be a part of russia (laughs) so it's it's, he's not going to kill his own people it's not going to be a war it's just like keep in mind our trip and the media tries to pin it like uh, David versus Goliath because that's like a movie playing out in front of our eyes. Well, what was the last one he just did last year? Was it Chechnya? Where did he go in? Crimea. 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 And uh, the Syria. The last two times where he was going to go in and make a, um, a um, you know, a, 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 an assault, a military assault, he leveled towns. Like they used their air force and went in and just said, okay, this is what we're going to do. That's not happening here. This is like surgical precision. And the reason for that is just what you said. He would have to pay for the town that he leveled afterwards. Correct. Correct. He would be blowing up his own backyard and he'd have to go pay for it. And he'd be losing economic money. And half the people who are there are people who actually are are sympathetic to his cause and what he's trying to do. So So it's it's an interesting thing that's going on. my you lesson, know. I mean, I don't want to compare it to COVID, but I, from a pattern standpoint, like you start to notice these patterns from an investment standpoint that like when everyone else is panicking and I, I couldn't believe what the market did. I was so surprised, but but I love how you went. And obviously we say, you know, uh, bulls make money, bears make money, pigs get slaughtered. You're a contrarian by nature, mm-hmm. like at the end of the day. So the in times like these, I do believe some contrarian plays are valuable. Uh, and, and just because the market's doing something doesn't mean it's right, I guess, might be the lesson. Yeah. Well, I mean, when the market is moved by Joe Public and the fear of Joe Public, usually that's when you see more turnarounds. So, I mean, it's interesting stuff. We see it to the other, the other, the other you know, extent also, right? Think about it with cards. To the other end, this snap pull back and back up. Think about something like a Mac Jones PSA 10 rookie or the Wander Franco PSA 10 tops rookie, right? The public is chasing it like crazy now. And it doesn't matter how many times the groundhog pops its head out and sees its shadow. We don't learn our lesson here. This is, we're chasing it. People are overpaying. Someone paid $1,000 for a Wander Franco PSA 10. I saw when that. We're, we're seeing population reports of like 700,000 of these things that are be printed. They're going to be so many of them. It's absurd. Flagship, top series one. They just print that. They just print it and keep printing it and keep printing it. So um, in in times yeah. like this, Bro-, Bro Namath used to just crush this like strategy of, of express grading. Mm-hmm. 
it's a little scary with base cards to express grade them, but it's really interesting to see how the first card on the market of a hyped player sets the market, right? Like that the base card, what what did it go for? Do you, do you have the exact value? I think it was over a thousand. I mean, you, you can take a look. I know there were a whole bunch of posts about it. Once it got over eight hundred dollars, I stopped looking because <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, if if I could short Juan DeFranco, if somebody gave me a short of the PSA ten base at a thousand dollars or eight hundred dollars, I would short the hell out of that thing. You know what I mean? It's not staying there. It's just not. So you think adding I, short to, to sports cards is, is, is a good value? No. 2000, 2095. It's the they titled it well. It's top series one, Wander Franco, PSA 10, pop one, first ever graded. Finished at 2075. Yeah, so think about I'm that. Sorry. Card card was free, 100. What was it? Probably 250 for grading. They yeah, get it back bucks. And flip it for 1500, 1700 bucks. Yeah, they made profit on it. If, no upcharge. If the person pays, if the person pays. All right, what do you want to talk about? So we, remember, I mean, we, we had a great post. We had a great post about um, PSA ten versus an SGC ten versus a BGS nine five versus a PSA nine versus. You know what I learned about myself? I'm a t-shirt whore. Give a little shout out to Flushing Breaks here. You know, back breaking. They, you know, they're they're, they're, they're doing their thing. Um, those guys, they it's funny. They um, they listen to our episodes every day. Remember, I saw them on the street, and they listened to two days ago's episode about the the past and present and they they sent me a picture of the one with the rookies and they're like send me this but as i'm listening to today's episode nothing gets past you you have this one like you talked about it in today's episode like i wanted to new make sure you guys know you had the rookie on that elite also and i think they pulled one i think who it was who they pulled but they, they pulled one also they sent me a picture of it um Maybe maybe the, the Toronto rookie or whoever it was. I mean, but right now in our show group, if you look right, um, Jonathan Kaminga, great prospect, by oh, the way. His first line uh, premium, Dunrus Elite premium or platinum, sold for twenty four hundred bucks. So let's like, number it, right. It's a low number, under hundred. Out of three, right? out of three, but Oof. still, Jonathan. Who, who is Jonathan Kaminga? He's like the twentieth best. I like Jonathan Kaminga, but like. So uh, there's your lesson for today. I'll ask is you it, a question, and you can that roll that into desperate? it. Is that that we're that desperate? Yes, that's your Mac Jones Dunris. This is right now what people are opening. So it's in NFT rookie class. So in NFT right now, there's a huge release. I, I know it's on a few shows called Invisible Friends, and mm-hmm. that it's ten ETH, which is thirty thousand dollars right off the line, and this is nothing's proven. So my worry is when you have such a high buy-in point. Let's say the project goes to five ETH. Which is still an astronomical success. The issue there is from the get, because the creators of the project, the way they structured it, they're gonna leave a lot of people holding the bag. Yep. That's my worry with the cards like this. That Panini, because they can't figure out their release schedule, they mm-hmm. create such desperation and urgency for people to invest in players. Yep. That the people who buy these cards and they're beautiful cards. And honestly, what's something worth? It's impossible to say when it's first You, sir, are 100% correct. And here's what I'm going to tell you guys. So this is play, no play. We're going to talk about the Atlanta thing and you name it. Can I just it. I really... real quick? Yeah, go ahead. So the, the guy who buys it or the girl who buys it at 2400 yeah. the card goes back to 1200 which is amazing for a Jonathan Kaminga card. But the person who bought it is already frustrated because he's he or she's underwater 50%. Uh, down 50%. He can't, he can't enjoy the card. You know what I would tell people to do? So this was the lean for today. Was it was it was be careful with these cards and realize the the market right now 
um, is bringing the price of some of these things up just because we're so desperate for these things. You have the ability. You pulled something up. Can you pull up card ladder? I don't know whether they have them. Can you pull yep. up Jaw Spectra cards? See if there's any Jaw Spectra. S P E C T R A. Um, anything numbered? Something you could find similar to like the Kaminga card. I, I use Spectra because I remember when 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 Zion was playing. And he had really nice RPAs, flawless RPAs, and, and National Treasure RPAs. There were Spectra RPAs, and they were really nice-looking cards. And somebody actually brought one up at, at the show I was at this past weekend as well. A Spectra, you know, RPA, a numbered card, you name it. See if there's any Jaw Spectras on there. If there isn't, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, thanks. So, so, and I've seen Zion Spectra out of three RPA sell on, like, I think it was Pristine Auction House or, or one, you know, one of those... And it was like nothing. So how much is this card? I can't really see. So, you, yeah, so, sorry about that. so I'll keep finding it, but uh, I'll keep finding other ones. But, but that's a perfect one. Perfect. So exactly. first off the line, Prism out of 39, 2500 bucks. And this is a Spectra card, right? Yeah, a John yeah, Moran Spectra so out look of 39, autographed on the card and a beautiful so, patch. So think about this, guys. So here is an out of 25, 39. Ja Rookie RPA autograph. That's sold for the same price as your Jonathan Kaminga card out of 99, not autographed. And it's what I would consider a similar. I lost you. But I agree. Because I, I think what you were going with, let me know if you're back. But when Spectra came off, came out, it was the hot product. I think that card was probably 510K at one point. Talk to me. Did you get a call? There we go. Disturb on. Dumb, dumb. Right. Phone call. Um, but, you know, I'm supposed to not be working today, so the hell with everybody. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, listen, it, it, you're right. It, I don't know whether Spectre Elite, similar, you name it, not. They're cool-looking cards. They're shiny cards. The reason why I do it is because you're right. When it came out, those were like, oh, wow, look at this. It's an RPA, blah, blah, blah. But, it, but take a step back and realize there are going to be 50 releases between now and the next class, right? Jonathan Kaminga is going to have dozens of better cards than that, right? And they're not all going to sell for $2,500. Like, that's not even an auto. It's a nice card. Don't get me wrong. And I love the Elite stuff. I do. We've, I've now talked about it on three straight shows. And the reason for that is because what the hell else do we have to talk about, Panini? You know what I mean? We're not talking about hoops, right? Nobody wants to talk about hoops. Um, practice? We're going to talk about practice. So, no. So, I mean, look, it's a you great comp. You need to temper expectations. You need to see what does this get you on the market. And a Spectra is a great comp because two, three years ago, when everything was booming and prison base was even out of reach, remember people were getting upset with prison base PSA 10 saying yeah. kids yeah. Are, are priced out. Yes. What's the next thing people could buy because they can't buy Prism? That actually happened. Yeah, for them. yeah. So they, they said, "Tell your kid to buy Chronicles." Is what everybody was saying. But like Spectra became the second wave, yeah. and now like I like Spectra. I actually think there's some of the nicest cards, and it's one of the rare things where Panini actually gets the people to sign on the card. Yep. Well, I mean, look at that card. We I brought that card up for a reason. I'm glad we were able to pull it up. It is an exact price comp. To a, a number Jonathan Kaminga rookie that with no auto in it, number to ninety nine, and you have a Ja RPA out of twenty five, already slammed. This out one's of, out of this one's out of five. That was out of five, this, but that's more money. But. 
but the point, guys, is wh- where would you rather put that two grand? Where would you rather put that twenty five hundred dollars? Give me the give me a jaw rookie RPA. You know what I mean? Give me <laughs> give me that instead of a Kaminga. And the it also story- shows a little bit of desperation in the sense that people want to speculate not only on the player but on the product release that it's going to be the next thing. It's the next PMG. Yeah, it's part of it. Part. I mean, that's definitely part of it. And I look, Kaminga's played really well. Right, he's moved up the rookie, you know, rookie ladder. Um, you know, people like him. You know, he played played very well. But I, I guess basically, guys, you know, we try to bring you value every time. The value on this one is just be careful when the releases come out. You know, um, I would venture to say that you're able to get one of those Kamingas out of ninety nine raw for well under twenty five hundred dollars in a month. Probably well under a third of that in a month. And if you're buying so, that shit, express it. Either express it to SGC, express it to PSA, and 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 be. I wouldn't be wanting. I don't want to be left holding the bag on that one. So, and I like Elite. This is opinion. This is not me shitting on Elite. This is three straight days. We're telling you these are good looking cards, but mm, I'm not so sure about the pricing on it yet. You know, everybody gets excited, right? It's that shiny new toy, as Andrew likes to say. It would be interesting to see how if. Prism was already out. You know, Prism, I think the best time to release Prism is like Christmas Day. I would release it the week before Christmas. Okay. Uh, yes. I mean, that's the that's the card that the market needs to invest. But and we then, don't want them releasing Prism a year later. We don't want Prism this year released on Christmas when, when the season's been over for six months. No. <laughs> Christmas Day. During, like, during the season would be great. But they're so behind, man. So behind. But yeah, we have we have hoops and, and elite. <laughs> Come on. What's next? Clearly Donruss? And you could put like little golden tickets in there, you know, C- create a little a little suspense. You know, you pull a ticket, you might get it. Uh, that's some kind of fan experience for the Christmas Day games. I don't have a play for you guys today. I will have a play tomorrow. Because- no, you gave a play. I gave a play. Be careful with early cards. <laughs> and you gave a play, which is don't take a shit in the airport, right? Don't don't take a shit. I double checked the, the door was locked, and I was wrong, and I left my passport. I didn't. Um, I was going through my collection yesterday, and I saw something. I wasn't prepared for this, and I probably should have done better on this stuff. But I saw something, and I thought this is a cool play for folks if they could find it. I wish I had like um you know an iPad over here. I think it was 2015 16. Can you, if you're able to do it, so people love Kaboom, right? People love Kaboom. Do they love the older Kaboom with like the artwork that's like silly artwork? You know what I mean? Where it's like a drawing. 13, 14, like Curry, those guys. Do you think those are cool? Like people like those, the Kabooms, but they can't afford them because they're so much money? I I think people are split on it. Some people think it's stupid. Some people think it's great. I actually think when that happens, that's the best place you want to be as an artist. Yes. Um, Two, it was 2015, 2016. I was looking at, remember the stickers? Yeah, so those those kind of things, right? So exactly, those, that weird art, like cartoony, which I think made it cool, like Kaboom. That's what made it Kaboom. It was like a comic book, you know? Yeah, exactly. Can, can you see, I mean, maybe it's on eBay. Probably not Card Ladder, <laughs> but on eBay. Can you put in like, um, I think I had a Jimmy Butler. Can you put in like 2015, um panini foil sticker jimmy butler so you can type that in ebay 
I would do it on my phone, but here's where I'm going with it as Andrew's looking for it, right? I bought a whole bunch of Panini stickers. You know, I thought stickers might be one of the next things. 2012 stickers had some good rookies. I had Anthony Davis rookie sticker in it, had some LeBrons. I, I wound up grading a bunch when, when you could still grade with PSA and getting, you know, some, some Pop 1 stickers. I have a Kobe foil Pop 1. But I was going through because, of course, I bought a lot of these stickers and didn't get a chance to grade them for 8 or $10 because it was already, already done. Um, but I'm going through these stickers, and I happened to find it was an all-foil sticker. It was a little – so they're smaller. Um, I think it was 2015-16. Jimmy Butler it was. Probably have to scroll a little bit, but it was, it was, a, it was a sticker, just Panini sticker. Not that. Um, but the artwork was just like the Kabooms. So you're looking for – it was Jimmy How Butler, like dunking. I'm trying, man. I'm trying to look. I, I probably should have set this up a little bit better. I'm sure it's not just Jimmy Butler. Um, but if you give me a, if you give me a, you're sec, sure it's 2015. It was like 15, 16. I should just go find the damn thing. I'm, I, you know, I'm probably throwing a lot of these out. But I guess the, the 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 thought that I had was, if you like that kaboom style artwork, right? But you don't want to be paying thousands of dollars for, um, uh, you know, for the kaboom card. Maybe this is a way to. Um, you know, get that kind of artwork in your in your collection for a dollar. Uh, Jimmy, let's see, Butler. There might not even be Jimmy Butler's on here too. To them, Panini sticker. Who the heck knows who's going to be Curry? But it was like, no, it was the same kind of thing. I looked at it. I'm like, oh wow, would you look at that? It looks just like the Kaboom um, artwork on it. You know, I was like, wow, check that out. You know, it's um, it was all foil. And it was, you know, like a drawn version of him. I probably should have not just thrown it out. I should have saved it so I could have had the the artwork ready for you guys here while <laughs> while we were doing we were doing this. But eh, it is what it is. This is interesting. This is the Jimmy Butler one out of seventeen bronze first off the line Panini Elite. Only five bucks. People don't love Jimmy Butler card from like a cardboard standpoint. Why do you think that is? I don't know, man. Because I think uh, he's twenty twelve Prism as well. That set is insane, Cage. That set is insane. It has everybody. Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy McBuckets. I have no clue. So tell me, is that another episode? Tomorrow will be live from the show. Cage, tomorrow's game one of our basketball tournament. So that's going to be fun. Ooh, who that's are you playing? You have like the whole thing? You have it all run up? Who are you playing? Exquisite, exquisite bowlers. So what does that mean? Who's that? Who is Exquisite Ballers? We don't know. I don't even know who's on my team. That's the issue because everyone's Instagrammed. Yeah, Exquisite Ballers plays Kobe Wan Kenobi. 4.30 p.m. Friday. Hmm. We're the first game. Let's go. And then... So what do you win if you win the whole thing? Pride, bro. Pride? There's no, like, box at the end of it? Like a box break or anything fun? I couldn't care less. You, you, don't, you don't want a box. You don't want a box. That's what you separates want... me from our audience. They wanted to split the pot heading into fantasy football finals. I don't do that. I just want the W. People did want to split the pot. But now I got to go find this damn. Oh, I found it. I found it. Wait for it. This is exactly the one that I had. I found it. Let me share this with you. Share this item. Woo, I found it. Finally. There we go. I knew if I was persistent enough, I'd find one. All right, man, I'm going to come back on the screen here, and hopefully you get it. I, th- I sent it to you, you know, nice. maybe text 16, it. 16, 17, European stickers. Well, I don't know what the hell it was. You know, my my LCS had like a box of stickers. 
boom, let me pull it up for you guys. This is what Cage was talking about. Cage is out there in the dollar bins finding you guys deals. Here's the Jimmy Butler. Look at this hilarious little haircut action. Seven bucks, ten bucks. Luca Nation, unless we have any final words from the big guy, that's an I pulled it up. This guy, there it look is. At this, look at yeah, this look little at hair. Look, look at the crew cut. That looks nothing like haircut, Jimmy Butler. But, but, but. But doesn't it look like the Kaboom artwork? It doesn't it, it look actually like does. the Kaboom. So I saw this and I'm like, it's a it's a couple bucks. And it's not just Jimmy Butler. There are a bunch of players in the same set, all foil, like a silver foil, with the same type of artwork. The butler, I only pulled that one up because it was the one that I found that in my collection. I was like leafing through. And I'm like, oh, look at this. This thing looks like a kaboom. So anyway, if you want to make kaboom happen, but you don't have the kaboom bankroll, maybe this is a little uh, fun little play for you. Go to the card show. Tell people I got a, a Jimmy Butler Kaboom sticker. So, so interesting here, Cage. Same set. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not a cartoon. Goran Dragic. Which, by well, the I'm way. I'm sure there's probably like a subset. He's going to the Nets. LeBron. Did they just cartoon Jimmy Butler just to prank him? No. Does it say something on there? Like, you know, the different, maybe European ones only, maybe? Who knows? It can't just be a cartoon of just Jimmy Butler. Although that That's would be what funny. it looks like. <laughs> No Here's Anthony Davis. Oh, I'm sure there's regular ones. Here's Anthony is Davis. He car- is he sort of cartooned? He's sort of cartoon. He's in between. <laughs> He's like Space Jam. It's like part cartoon, part not. You guys want to have some fun. This is 2016-17 uh, Panini foil sticker European. So before I let you go, um, guys, this is a fun one. Andrew's obviously at the card show. You tell me what is a win for this card show for you? Because we talked about that. I told you what I thought would be a win. What is a win? Do you need to win basketball at least one game? Do you not want to blow out a knee and consider that a win? Is it meeting five people from our I audience? I got the answer. Shoot, I want to hear it. Don't lose your passport while taking a shit. Sorry, it's a losing here's, weekend already. Here's where tangible. I, I get it what people say. I want to find my good luck charm card. Okay. I want to okay. find my good luck charm card. There is such a thing? I never heard I'm not sure. <laughs> You're gonna make it up. That's it. Andrew you know has like um, pictures. <laughs> I'm are not super... sure. You know how pictures yes. are superstitious. You know they like yep. wear the same hat. You know, yep. Logan Paul, for example, he talks about how ever since he got that Charizard, his life has just. All right. Well, then you gotta get him a Charizard. But Let's I don't. Go. I don't know if I will like that because I don't have the sentimental. I think it's going to be the perfect Kobe card or the perfect Kobe Jordan card, perhaps. Got to tell you. No, it Maybe it's, it's a type one. I, I'll tell you, I think what it is. It's a type one Frank Sinatra photo. Nice. If it's autographed, that'd be nice. No, I'll tell you, it's one of two things. It is a tennis card that has not yet blown up of either Rafa or somebody like that that you find that, that no one knows about. I saw a really cool Naomi Osaka card recently at a show. It was like a Levi's card and had a piece of like nobody says dungarees anymore that piece of like denim in the card and it was like an rpa of naomi osaka because it had like a piece of like levi's jeans so i had that so something like that or i think more likely you're gonna find a soccer card of an unappreciated soccer great that you know that you watched that the soccer buying public doesn't know yet and will come to appreciate sort of like the vintage basketball guys that were out there. People didn't love 
Hakeem Olajuwon or, you know, Clyde Drexler. People didn't love these cards until after the Jordan started getting love, until after modern basketball started getting love. Or maybe you'll find a short-printed soccer card that people don't know is short-printed yet, a la the 86 Fleer, you know, Johnny Moore card that just sold for almost $100,000. How many times have I talked about that? Said it was a $10,000 card. Now it's eighty, right? Or Jeff Malone, same thing. I think you're going to find a little soccer card that you know before anybody else does. Maybe that'll be your good luck, John. Can I show you the card? Because I want to get this from my dad. You already have it. Okay, cool. I want to get this card from my dad. So it's the 1958 Pele Leviashin PSA 3 or whatever grade card. So if you guys don't know, Leviashin, Soviet Union, he was like the greatest goalkeeper, greatest athlete we've ever had in the USSR. People love him. And you have Pele right here scoring on him. So just an incredible, incredible card. And I know how much this would mean to my dad and my grandpa to like, I guess, reminisce on their childhood, so to speak. So that, that card is really cool. 1958 Levi and Pele card. There we go. Today, I knew there'd be some ball. Pele is not exactly an obscure name, but Levi Yashin. I wonder if it's Alexei Yashin's grandfather. I think cards Good make great player. gifts, dude. Like, if you know what, like, especially with older people, you know, they, they have these, like, memories, and they're not into cards. Like, for my dad, just, like, I I could see how his wheels would start turning, and he'd start sharing stories about Leviathan. So, cards could do that. Cards are cool, man, in that sense. Well, listen, uh, if you don't find that random diamond in the rough card, stop in the gift shop, or maybe just swipe it from your hotel room, the do not disturb sign, and bring it with you to an airport bathroom the next time you're doing your thing <laughs> and that's an episode folks thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the lucas tigers and bronze oh my podcast um do us a favor and like subscribe now eh, you know what don't just like and subscribe everybody does that if you like us tell your friends tell your neighbors tell your enemies tell everybody And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.